So hi, welcome to Grow Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Dagger with Levels. I'm some questions to say about their upcoming EP Pulse. So congrats on that. By the way, how do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Man, it is honestly crazy uh, because you know our origin as a band has been so long now and all like pretty limited to this kind of like Arkansas area in the southeast region. So, and then the last like two years, we've just been in the studio working. So it's been a lot of like kind of keeping everything under wraps for the most part for a long time. And then all of a sudden we get to release on, you know, such an awesome platform with Sharp Tone that it's a little overwhelming, <laughs> but it's been, uh, it's been really, uh, I, I would say overwhelmingly positive, which I don't expect in uh, the age of social media and music in the, that two, uh, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, especially when you're then in the metal subgenre of the internet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, glad that you guys popped up on our radar because this EP fucking rips. It is so Thank good. You. It's Thank incredible. So yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, we uh, really tried to go out of our way to, you know, we went in the studio and we did a couple songs and we were like, this is good, but like, it's not anything like that we all are like, okay, this is going to be the next big thing. You know, this, we didn't feel any sort of way about it. So one day we were just out of lunch and we were just like, man, what, what can we do that like will kind of change what we've been doing? Cause we've just been doing the same thing for so long. And we all just said, okay, like what are all of our favorite bands or genres? And like, can we just take all of that in a melting pot and make it a sound? And it's uh, a lot of the EP is definitely a precursor to what's to come, but it, a lot of it is kind of bipolar in a sense. You don't think that one thing's going to work with another element, but we've been able to combine it in a way that we feel like translates to the listener. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. That that even rings true. Like uh, we heard Silent Hymn or Siren Hymn, sorry, Siren Hymn mm-hmm. before um, checking out the rest of the EP. Like that's the single that I was like, ah, booking the band. Easy. Yeah. Um, awesome. But like the rest of the EP is not like that fucking song. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it's all over the map. Isn't that how an EP should be though? Like, do you really want five of the same songs or do you want to like see a band try something different, you know, on every song and and whether we try to carry some cohesive elements between it, but it's all like, we're trying to just give everyone five songs that kind of are different that appeal to different audiences, or maybe the listener will grab onto an element from one song and then another song and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. I think of, I think of EPs more as like a sampler for a band. Like what can you do? Mm -hmm. Show us everything. That's how it should be. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's our resume every time I put one out. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Uh, I would say that Pulse in general is what we want to kind of like, it's my personal opinion that there hasn't been a huge shift in like metalcore for a long time. It's kind of been status quo. A lot of bands you hear kind of sing almost in the same register and have some of the same elements. And now we're getting to a point in metal where bands like Bad Omens and your Sleep Token are kind of doing things a little out of the box and allowing other bands to feel comfortable to try different elements. Mm-hmm. And our mission statement is pulse. Like when people hear the music, we want them to feel a pulse of energy and just like dance or move, just feel something when they listen to the music. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That. And then uh, the cover art. The cover art, uh, it is so it is a from Siren Hymn, right? It really doesn't have a ton of meaning behind Pulse. It is just one of those, like, again, it just, we saw it, we took the picture and we, we just felt like we knew that, like, there in the moment, this needs to be the art. Like, this is just such a striking figure. It's yeah. just one of those things where sometimes you see something and you're like, this is it and you got to run with it. 
Oh yeah, the picture is fucking hard as shit. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the EP? Yes. Uh, I don't know how many bands do it this way, but we don't ever write before the studio. We'll, we'll do some scratch tracks if we feel like it, get together and kind of just work out some ideas. But every time we go into the studio, it's all like on the spot. Right. So we start dragging elements from projects, finding inspiration of maybe older stuff online. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, typically we reference a lot of like video game music and kind of go from there. I personally am really into like early 2000s, late 90s, like trance, electronic and and like Japanese speedcore and stuff like that. So I, I like bring different elements to that. And we kind of Sometimes we'll start with maybe an electronic portion of the song and then on the spot, I'll just pull up Guitar Pro or I'll have the guitar in my hand and we'll start writing riffs and then Colby will work on vocals and we just try to do everything organically as a unit because that's how I felt like we've always done our best writing is just with a group of people, not so much uh, one person doing everything. Uh, there's definitely like times where I'll suggest lyrics, Colby will suggest guitar parts, we just everything is all organic in the room. Gotcha. So, wow. so you guys work well under the pressure of like being in the studio. There's a time limit to get the shit done. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's uh, that's how I've always operated. Is just under the most immense amount of pressure, and either you do it or you crack one of the two. Uh, yes. So a lot of the times it'll be like, hey, we need a, a guitar riff right here. I'm like, cool. Let me hop on my computer. I'll write something on Guitar Pro. And just the first thing that comes to my mind is honestly a lot of the time what the majority of it sticks. So it, it's been working so far, and. Uh, until it doesn't work, we will cross our bridge when we come to it. Fair enough. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, so what song off this EP took the longest to write, and which one is your personal favorite? That is a great question. Uh, I, I, was, I will start with my personal favorite is Pulse. I just feel like it is the type of song I want to play live. That mm -hmm. is like my biggest thing uh, is I love live shows. Like there's just nothing like it. Uh, I just feel like when I play, I get to get all my emotions out on stage and like Pulse is definitely an avenue for me to do so. There's so many good parts in it. I can really get my frustrations out when we play that song live. Uh, and I think that one is the one I'm most excited to see how it translates to the crowd and see if they kind of feel that same energy because that's what I thrive off of is I'm getting huge energy. I'm giving huge energy, vice versa. I'm connected like that. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing live. Uh, I would say the song that took the longest is probably Siren Hymn. Uh, funny enough, it, it's one of the more simple ones if you look at it from a musical standpoint, but it was just a lot of adversity, a lot of, um, I think it was the last song we actually finished up like shortly before we uh, started working on uh, the release cycle and everything like that. And it was like, hey, we have three songs. We need two more. We got um, one done. I think it was... Yeah, Pulse. Pulse and Siren Hymn were done in the same like three day span. Uh, and we just it took us a long time to really nail down lyrics and vocals for that song because we wanted it's such a showcase for Colby to say, like, you know, here's a really a blank canvas. You know, you need to do the heavy lifting on this song. So we needed a lot of that. And that's what took the longest because we're also all learning to be you know, what is like, a, what we want to be as a band, right? How can we push the envelope? So we wanted to take our time on that one. For oh, sure. Yeah. So how long were you guys in the studio? Oh, man, it was. Uh, so the the whole time we've been in the studio doing the EP uh, all out of our own pocket, we had nothing on the table. We were just like, you know, we we've done everything ourselves up until that point. We've recorded everything, written everything, mastered, mixed, d did everything. 
-hmm. And we just were like, okay, we need to change something, but we don't have a lot of money. Right. So uh, it was probably done, I would say over the span of a few weeks, but that was broken down in between anytime we had money or Jonathan at Concrete Studios had time for us. So it was like a weekend in January. Okay. Maybe four days in March. So it was just like spread out throughout the course of, I'd say an entire year, just kind of sprinkling time and dates in when we had the money. So it was like, Hey, we're going to Jonathan's for a couple of days. We got to knock out a couple songs and we just kept, kept that going. So I'd say over the course of a year, but really probably about a week or so, a week or two. Okay, so it was short bursts. So yes. do you think having it in short bursts kind of help you make it such a melting pot of an EP? I think so. I, I think it, it really gives us time to reflect on the music that we've done and say like, how because you know, it, you write a song, you listen to a song, you're like, I'm gonna listen to it a million times. Do I, am I getting sick of this song or not? So it gave us a lot of opportunity to sit there and say like, okay, well, I've listened to this song a hundred times. I'm not sick of it yet. This is, you know, I think we're doing something cool here, but at the same time, it's also like, man, this stuff is awesome. I can't wait to get it out. And we stopped to sit on it for so long because it took us so long. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. And And also you have to worry about like, is what I'm writing now going to be still current or are people going to like feel that a year from now, whenever we finally get to release it, because it takes so long to release music, depending on how you want to do it, you know? So that was another thing that was like, man, we got to get this done. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you feel that like you achieved that, like at least for yourself, like with the EP not being out yet, um, that like the, it's still, you connect to the songs in some way. A hundred percent. I, uh, I, those, for some reason, our songs are the only ones that like I can listen to and then commit to memory. I can play at any moment on a guitar. Uh, it's just super easy. I could have not played for a month for some reason and then come back and immediately play the song. So I just love them so much. Yeah. And I honestly feel like in the last year, the landscape of like metal and metalcore has changed in a way to where the music that we're doing or did is going to be is probably going to have a, a larger platform because of your, you know, again, your your sleep tokens, your bad omens, your spirit boxes, all these bands that are doing something different in metal or creating a platform for us to kind of like ride on in a sense. It's not going to be as abrasive as if we were to release this a year ago, per se. Absolutely. Sure. And what song took the longest to write? Uh, for me, guitar wise, I would say probably Pulse. Because I knew that that song was just going to be like a huge break for us. And it ended up being the one we let off the announcement with, which wasn't even the plan when we started. And it just, I was like, it needs to be good. It needs to be bouncy. Like, I don't, I'm not as technical of a guitarist as I once was because I don't, that wasn't working. And I didn't enjoy it as much as I just love like bouncy riffs that the crowd could connect to and bang their head the whole time. Like I love watching people react to our music now and to mm-hmm. see that like the whole time kind of going in and out of it without even realizing it. Yeah. That is my goal again, to translate to the listener or fan at a show. That's what I want. Sure. Makes sense. So, uh, gotta, gotta have bouncy riffs. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for this question, I want you to pick your favorite lyric off the EP and tell us the meaning behind it. Okay. Um, that is a great question. Thank you. Uh, I really, honestly, this is going to be a, a pretty easy one for me. I really love um, Colby's first lyric in Pulse. You know that I'm starving for floating over tiles on the floor. It's just, it's like, you know, the second you hear it, okay, 
floating over tiles on the floor is like, I hear tiles on the floor, I'm assuming walking or dancing, but the way that he says it and then the melody of it, the rhyme scheme, it is just, it draws you into the track, right? When it starts, since there's not a lot of guitar, you just come out of a hard guitar part and then you're going right into that part. I just feel like it really draws the listener in and it, that whole song encompasses like dancing in a club, just like the video is. And that tagline to start with draws you right into that moment. For sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this EP? Honestly, uh, if I'm being real, it's, you know, we've been a band since 2016. It's I'm tired of people sleeping on us. And we need to come out with the most fire thing we can, whether or not it leads to what it led to with Sharp Tone, or if it just leads to people knowing, like, basically, we were like, we're just tired of people sleeping on us. Like, we want to make sure people know, like, we are the best band in our area, and we mm -hmm. want to showcase that, and we want to provide something new, whether people like it or don't like it. We just want to show that we're different and breaking apart. And you make music for yourself first. I think it was... Um, I saw an interview recently with Rick Rubin and he was just saying like, Hey, you, I make music for me. And it just so happened to translate to the people. And like, that's the most authentic thing you can do is make music for yourself. And that's what we did is like, Hey, we're tired of this. We're going to make whatever the hell we want and whatever comes out is what comes out. For oh, sure. Yeah. Fuck that. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to EP for the first time? Should do in the car with friends and talk with headphones on is workout EP party EP. What do you personally recommend? That's a great question. I, I mean, I, uh, you know, from the era that I came from, uh, really getting into like late 2000s, 2010s era metalcore, it was all about like riding around in the car with your friends, showing them new songs. And I don't feel like that happens as much anymore. And I want our music to have so many moments that people are like, you have to listen to this song, like pull their friend in the car, turn it on, check this out, blast it, drive around, hang out with your friends. Like that's the emotion we want to convey. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Three words for pulse. I would say energetic sexy heavy hell nice. yeah love that um and in that same train of thought is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the ep i want them to just be drawn in in general every song provides a different experience for the user and i want them to be able to connect in some form to every song in a different way oh yeah yeah awesome uh, so are you able to touch on any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this EP, positive or negative? Yeah, I would say, um, I, I would say, honestly, working on uh, Pulse and Siren Hymn with Landon Tours from the Plot New uh, was a really huge thing for us. It was kind of like the moment that everything really started to set in like man we are like just some random group of people from arkansas and we're like sitting here with this incredible producer with john Lee's yeah. concrete studios we're sitting here with landon tours from the plot and you like this should not be happening right now right but everyone really like brought their a-game to that session and we came out with two of our favorite songs from the ep 
and it could not have been any better of an experience. It was just one of those like, man, I really like, I feel like I'm supposed to be here, but also not supposed to be here at the same time. Like this is imposter syndrome, but it worked out in the best way. Yeah, shit's getting real. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, so for this question, why don't you picture you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What was your snack of choice? Oh, snack of choice. Uh, man, I got to go. I'm going to go with the drink on this one. Blue Gatorade saves my life every time I go to the gas station. Uh, that is that is just like my lifeblood whenever I'm on tour. Uh, but food wise, I would probably say just beef jerky. I mean, that's going to be a classic one, right? For sure. What uh, what flavor? Like teriyaki, black pepper? What are we What are we It, saying? it depends. So if it's it's teriyaki, if it's a small strip, it's just pepper. If it's in like the big bag, I I got to mix it up a little bit. Too much teriyaki is not good on tour. Yeah, the 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 taste gets very old very Yeah. quickly if you have Yes. like the massive bag. So Yeah, black pepper. I can eat an unlimited amount. It's great. absolutely fuck Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> and on the topic of food, if the band's a dish, what dish would the band be, and why? Oof, that is a great question. Uh, man, it's funny because uh, we all, uh, I feel like every time you're in a band or with a group of people, like you could have everyone really honed in on one thing and then someone's going to be an outlier on it. We all love like just the most generic fast food, right? So I would say if we were anything, it would probably just be a, a, a tray from cookout. <laughs> like whatever you want to put on there, get you that $7 tray from cookout. That is us. We are just everything in that. Hell yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say like fucking McDonald's or something. Cookout. No. That's, that's good. That's <laughs> seasoned. That's awesome. yeah. But you scared me for a second. No, You said like basic fast food. <laughs> I no, no. All right. We're good. We're good. Okay. All right. Um, and for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? I mean, I think the cheat code is a buffet that's endless so that you never have to die, but I don't think that they will grant that. Uh, I would probably say, I mean, just a, just a steak and potatoes, just really generic, but man, that is so hearty. Sure. Drink What's your drink? wise, probably, probably blue Gatorade. Let me go out the way Lifeblood. I want to go out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. Uh, and if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Hell Uh, that's a great question. Uh, probably I'm going to say it. I really love Chainsaw Man anime. I'm going to say probably Chainsaw Man just because it would be absolute chaos for the entire week that I'm there and I'm here for it. yeah. I literally, I have a, it's right by my Christmas tree, but I, I have a picture of Chainsaw Man a poster. Oh, So I, love it. yeah. Love Fucking it. love Yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've done our asking last question. Every single person that we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Blue. Blue Gatorade. I live by it. Die by it. Fair enough. The All blue right. Gatorade color of blue. I had to, I had to bring it back one more time at the end of the interview. One more time. I mean, it's Yeah. One it's more your callback. lifeblood, man. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> It is. you got your brand. You're Yeah, good. absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. um. So as I said, that's all the questions you have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, I mean, I just want to plug the EP. It's coming out, um, I think, February 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but that's going to be obvious. Sharp Tone Records, everywhere you can find the music. We will also have another music video out at the time for the third track that we're going to be uh, releasing it for, which is going to be called Breed. And that one is going to be awesome. I cannot wait for everyone to hear it. And I hope that we get the same response as we did with the other songs. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Sounds been Jagger from Levels, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.